This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to the Ryback Show. I am your host, the big guy Ryback. Happy Thursday, ladies and gentlemen. We are streaming live on TikTok and Instagram, the big guy Ryback. We are live on Ryback TV here on YouTube, live on X Twitter, live on X Twitter Spaces, live on Twitch, Ryback Rules. Guys, the People's Podcast, available on all podcast platforms. iTunes reviews are greatly, greatly appreciated. Guys, and as brought to you by Feed Me More Nutrition, my premium supplement line sweetened with stevia and mung fruit, no harmful artificial sweeteners or colors for all people, men and women. He, she, and thee, feedmemore.com. Save 15% by signing up for my massive savings and text message program and the menu bar on feedmemore.com. Guys, get 15% off right then and there, but get a huge discount. One email, one text message, no spam, no sharing your information. Guys, but wait, there's more. You also get a free Feed Me More Nutrition premium shaker bottle. And 30-serving tub of our raspberry lemonade, Finish It BCAA Electrolyte Matrix, right now as a free gift. If you buy any Ryback merch or the best supplements on the planet, feedmemore.com. Little bit of a late start, just a little little late. Guys, Mark for Life had to do some breaking news. He was uh, hogging the podcast studio uh, for a bit, so it, it cost me uh, getting in here uh, on time as well as we had to send out the uh, text message there's a lot going on today uh, with everything, and we're not going to waste any time. I know you guys probably want to get right into it. We've got WWE releases. We've got this John Moxley-Ray Phoenix situation with the, the possible concussion, and should they have gone on? What's going on? What's happening? And uh, a lot of angry people, and people want to talk, but 
Uh, it has essentially been a bloodbath today, as as old Shawnee has uh, said. I saw the message right before I hopped on the uh, the X Live here. So let's get Shawnee right in here, guys. I know Shawnee's going to want to talk about all of this. He just woke up. This guy. Shawnee. Uh, happy Thursday. Happy Thursday, my brother. I cannot. I, I'm like, I'm so overwhelmed right now with all this stuff, man. Like, it's insane. It's absolutely insane. I saw it right before I was getting ready to, to come in here and record. <laughs> and God. I went to come into the podcast. I was like, I can't wait to get on the show. And, and this is, we got a topic right off the bat outside of the Moxley and Mark's in the, the goddamn podcast studio. Get out of here. He was just wouldn't let me. I was, geez. He, t- he takes forever to record his stuff too. Takes like, I can get stuff done. And what Mark takes like 30 takes. He was, he kept breaking down crying. He was very emotional with everything. Holy crap, man. I was like, I wake up and the first thing I see is just this huge list of names yeah. gone. So uh, that that updated the I, I the the list. I know Ziggler was the, the biggest shocker of all, of all that for me. With that, I have, a, I have some of the names here, big guy. Okay, you ready? Yeah, I'm um, Dolph Ziggler, obviously, uh, which is it might be the best thing for him, honestly. Uh, but we'll talk about that. Yeah, I'm gonna message Eli- him in a little bit. Elias. Yep. Mustafa Ali, yep. who, who has been asking for a release for years, anyway, yeah. you know, uh, Aliyah, Rick Boogs, Tennille Dashwood, Shelton Benjamin, yep. M- Emma, and uh, Riddick Ross, and Top Dollar, and his two tag teammates. I, if I'm missing anybody, let me know, guys, but that's who I uh, accumulated. Yeah, I haven't seen anything outside of that those names. I don't know if there's going to be any more today or not with that, but yeah, I hope, I hope there's no more, but what, what do you, what do you feel big guy when you see these, I know you were released, so it was different for you, but like, how do you feel when you see this stuff? Well, I've been released in developmental and it was heartbreaking. Well, I never, but I, I don't, I think it's different for everybody. Cause like for me at that point, I hadn't made it yet. So it was like, Oh, you know what I mean? Like what a missed opportunity yes. on my end. Like, damn it. I didn't get to, I was so close. Know what it was like to get up there? Yeah. So, but like yeah. then it's it, it's different. Like somebody like Dolph. So Dolph's a former champion. He's played how many different roles? He's had an amazing career. It sucks that there's no. It, it sucks that there's no loyalty. Yeah, he has one of the longest reigning careers up there overall. Like probably overall has made as a, a, a. He's in the conversation of of probably not the very elite conversation, but he's in the conversation for guys who have had probably some of the most successful careers financially. And there's always going to be the people that like, he's a former champion. Granted, I think we all can agree. He wasn't used to his full potential on certain ways and could have had better runs, but as a physical actor, he he got to play a lot of great roles that many guys never get to play still. So, so he, and he has the comedy gig and he has his brother and they uh, possibly, I see, I see him as being the, top guy that AEW would possibly go after to for him yeah. and his brother who, who Ryan Nemeth is well liked and, and he's so liked in, in just because he's a good guy you know he, Punk couldn't get him fired or anything like that whether you know there's a little stuff in the little brouhaha with all that and in Dolph is the same way so I see it, there's a possible opportunity for him there guys like Shelton again been there he was released prior gone for a long time came back used well for a while then kind of taken out of the picture so, like, some of these releases, like Dolph hasn't been on TV either. 
So overall, like it's like it may be the best thing for some of them if they weren't going to be used efficiently anyways with it. Other other than, but you know, Mustafa was asking for his release. We talked about that. That he's a smart guy. He knows what that environment is is not healthy. So like I'm sure he's not like overly upset with it. Now other guys like like Moss and, and Boogs, you know, they they were up there. Like Boogs had that injury, man. It was starting to be used that early on. Whenever before that knee injury and just never got back on track after that. And it's tough, yeah. man. And it, it, it people don't realize how difficult it is to get up there and get over and get a name for yourself and like and stay there. That's yeah. the hardest part is to stay yeah. there, right? Like yeah. getting there is one thing, but it's like Which it's is, like losing weight. Like once yeah. you lose weight, it's all good. But the, the work the work continues. Home. Like it just you gotta keep finding ways. Was Dolph there continuously from two thousand five? Did he ever get released? Nope. Or is this he straight through very few wow. injuries. Wow. I think if you go back and if they do a documentary, which they already should have, if you do a documentary on his career, he can you could essentially make the argument he's kind of like a Cal Ripken Iron Man of WWE. Yeah, I like a Brett Favre. Yep, exactly. He only had, I'll exactly. tell you the two things, and he hit the first one, I think it was after he won the championship. It was he had that concussion against Swagger when he kicked him and it rocked him. It, it was bad. With it, and then yeah. they, I think after that he came back, and then I think me and him had that match. And my forearm hit the top of his head, knocked him out again. Those are the only two things that he he missed. Even and he didn't miss hardly any time with those. By the way, that's amazing. But he was and he was back in the. But those are the only two things I could remember him missing time for. With it, so he is. People that want to say, but he's had one of the most successful overall careers doing that. Um, I'm not worried about him. At no, all. and he has the comedy. He's got he's got money saved, and he. Yeah, I'm worried about yeah. the other people. You know, like the the guys that uh, haven't made as much money is are like exactly because exactly. that's where in like AEW is not going to hire everybody. There's not there's yeah. no no reason to independence again. You got to if you have a name like you know the good thing when, when I left WWE and I had the name I was able to make. Four or five thousand dollars in appearance for for years on that. Oh my god! It, people don't That's realize insane. it was in like it was it is, but not everyone can do that. Some people, you know, if the longer you're in it and the bigger your name is, you can get a lot more depending. But like some guys, you got to You got to You got to take less, and that's fine if you can. But you got to. A lot of guys can get down and depressed after they get released with yeah, it, yeah. and it, it's very yeah. difficult because if you don't have an identity yet, like. Some of the guys haven't really that their identity was never really over, right? So they yeah. it, it's then do you restart and try to do something on the independence, reinvent yourself? History, some guys have been able to do it, a lot of guys haven't. So it's just that's it, the thing too, right? Like you get known by this, uh, like uh, 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 you know, uh, uh, like uh, what is it called? Like an Elias, like yeah. uh, alias, right? Elias, yeah. By this uh, alias. Um, like by your name, like like let's say I'm Zack Ryder, right? And I now I have to be a whole different person, and I have to have a whole different gimmick. Like now, my brain is scrambling to try to figure out not just hey, I need work. I need to find a whole different identity. Like, identity, exactly, big guy. Yeah, this is why exactly. people and having your own name and branding is very important. This is it, that it's a mental thing. But on top of like, it can be. You know how fans can be, and a lot of people are very, not fans, the Marks, the fans are all supportive. And most people, the, the shows, but Marks can be very, you know, ruthless in these kinds of situations. And, oh, you got fired or you're worthless or this and that. And, like, it's a tough time, man. A lot of guys, too, you you want it because, you know, you've made it. You're so close to being able, like, you literally are, are have being a millionaire at your fingertips. 
Yep. If like, yep. if you, and like to not, then, you know, all of a sudden that's taken away and you just spent how long of your life to do this. It's a very yep. difficult thing mentally. That's why you see the downfall of a lot of people afterwards. And then some, you just, some are just are able to mentally stay tough. Others, you know, and I had to, you know, I started all my own stuff and was able to keep my brand and identity. Now that, like some people though have to just like, they're going to like, Hey, this is it. I'm not going to do this anymore. And they just got, they go, you know, like Simon Dean, he went and he became a, a banker and got a job at a bank and worked his way up and like had his, has a, a happy family and is successful in that. Chris Pavone. Yeah, Mike, Bo- Mike Bucci, right? Mike Bucci. Yeah. Oh, I love Mike yeah. Bucci. Yeah. I, it, I know Mike personally. Yeah. Yeah. yeah Mike, great yeah. guy. It was that. And great he, guy. he, uh, he was always really good to me, but like, that's not easy to like, go get it, go back into the real world because you've been playing these characters for so long and these superheroes and people look at you a certain way. I've had that conversation with myself. I go, what if I never, if I didn't have all this and wasn't able to do this and, you know, I could never yeah. wrestle again, you know, would I be okay? And like, you have to have these conversations. Could I adapt and, and just go back into the real world and, and have people, you know, and it's, it's, it's a difficult thing. Yeah. And have a nine to five job, right? Like, you know, it's like people don't understand. Like when you go from working for years from your, like basically for yourself, right? Yeah. I know you're working for WWE, but like you're, it's your character, right? Yeah. You play it. Um, it's it's just sad. It's it's very. I I feel very saddened. Um, but Same. I also feel some joy as well because I know a lot of this these talents. Like that's the sad thing too. You could have all the talent in the world and not get over, right? So yep. like these people have. It's not that they're talentless. A lot of them are very talented, but they just didn't get the spot or they the didn't get the push. They didn't get the role that they needed. Yeah, like acting, right? Well, it's not, that's yeah. exactly the it, it, it's getting finding the you got it's finding the right role for the right talent, having a little bit of luck on your side, having people behind you, getting a push with it, and and being able to make and save money. And it, it, we even see that in the in what you saw. We saw what happened with me. You get in that Shark Tank, and then people start get oh you're doing too good. They, people don't like that either. Like it's yeah. a very difficult game, man. With it and, yeah, it's like what? Like, what do you want me to do? Like, I'm doing too good. Like, like, you know, what would you rather me do? Yeah, you know? but like, this is why talents. This is the other thing of like that atmosphere with those contracts. This is why the wins and the losses there matter, which people like always don't want. It, it matters if they go by these contracts that they get a, most of the people to sign. Is because if you start doing your job and help putting other people over like they want you to with it, they devalue you over time. So, like, look at the people that are all got released. They have been devalued. Now for how for how long in different ways, yeah. so this is where this is where it's scary to, with people in, in there. And we all thought about this all the time. Is if you get in like whether you're in the doghouse or you're to your punishment period or whatever that you want to call it, where they start like burying you or where you whatever you want to call it, where your role then is lessened, but you're you being used to help get over other talent and you're doing your job to perfection, but in the company's eyes, they're devaluing you where you can't get on pay-per-views all the time because you're not taking it seriously because you lose too much or you're not being putting in programs to get your character over or as a heel, you're not allowed to get heat. And as a baby face, you're not allowed to have your big wins and moments when you need them most. This is stuff that in a quote-unquote fake environment of physical acting, it sucks that this happens because these guys are all great physical actors and wrestlers with it. Yeah. But they were doing their job, and what happened is they were, you do your job too good, or people, if you go and speak up and you're like, look, I'm better than this, then they can put out, oh, you have a bad attitude. And there's all these things that are at play that you got to be careful with, with all of this in this essentially physical acting world of pro wrestling. 
Yeah. yeah. So, do you think that you're able to ever get uh, Dolph on eventually? Oh, yeah. I think now that he's gone, he'll definitely come on. Oh, Where they, I think great. even before I me, mean, we talk quite often. It's just I never, I never really asked him or pressured him either on any of that because I knew of course. he would he, of course. if he came on this show. He he's already such a real stand up person that he publicly is okay being friends with me and yeah. do, and taking pictures with me when he know, you know that's not sitting well with them. Of course, and, and, a lot yeah. of guys have not. A lot of guys and I know still like me. But they just they they won't publicly acknowledge they things. They won't publicly yeah, show it. And yeah. they have families, and I understand because. But I know they're supportive of everything I'm doing. I've had a message me and tell me with it. Yep. And it's just yep. so. It, it, but I appreciate the ones that go. You know what? No, f off. Like he's my friend. I'm not going to hide my friendship with the guy because yep. you know because they already That's know my the deal. Personal time. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like, who are you to tell me to be friends with? But right? this is how you it know? is. There. This is what people. Know. It's, it's such a crazy. It, it it shouldn't be that way with it. It's yeah, not like I agree. It, it, I agree. it's one thing if they came on here and I'm bearing the company to them on the podcast. You know what I mean? We're like they're they're bad by association, something like that. But it was like in their personal free time, like to to kind of look down on people for you know who they hang out as with. As long it. as you're not misspeaking about the company, yeah, who cares? That's what I'm saying with <laughs> it. Know? Like it's not like he's we're not doing that when we're together. We go out and have a good time. We go eat. We go. We go to concerts, whatever. Then go have beers. Go to Hooters. Like I'm sure the last thing you guys are thinking about when you're together is wrestling. You know? Yeah, we we, like, we don't yeah. talk about it hardly. We'll, we'll joke about a few things here and there, but mostly it's like life and everything else. Yeah, or like memories you guys had together. You're, you're bullshitting about it. Talking, you know? we're, like brother. We're talking about you know? puss and beef jerky. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so Dolph came. Uh, Dolph is really good friends with Cardona and Myers yeah. too. So Dolph came to, um, which we were so shocked about when uh, Mania was in Texas two years ago um, in Dallas. He came to the Major Pod Live event and was one of the guests. And like, uh, it was very strange because uh, WWE stars don't normally come on those type of shows. Yeah. And he came on the show and and like did a whole gimmick and stuff and he is hilarious let me tell you he is so funny man like his oh, comedy yeah. stuff is good if somebody aew should just make a whole other show now for wwe releases the uh and call it a, a what would be the name of the new aew show it's just literally everybody that formerly was connected to WWE is on that show. That's another joke, too, when you hear the marks be like, oh, yeah, AEW is going to sign everybody. Like, come on, bro. Like, let's be realistic. They already are over. They, uh, yeah, they've got way too many people. Saturated, uh, already. Yeah. Imagine signing everybody. Like, come on, man. It's like, not, not needed, yeah. I think yeah. You, you might see one, maybe two over the course. It depends if there's any other releases. I, you know, Dolph might, might want a break for a while. I don't know, man. But he's. We're going to have to wait and see. Besides Dolph, big guy on that list that I just read, who surprises you the most? Well, I think Elias is one that I think is the one that if you would have, you know, years ago, I remember before the pandemic when Elias, you know, was in the ring singing and everybody had everyone chanting with him, walk with yeah. Elias. And I go, I literally told, I go, this guy can be a huge star, but I already knew how the system was in the things. I go, this guy, if used properly, can be a major, major, major star. And for a period, he was a big star up there. And, and they, I think, but then they they started, they, they even the angle they did with Kevin Owens and the brother gimmick, I thought he did that, made that, that thing was on TV every week. And I thought it was really entertaining. And I thought there was a huge opportunity to take that and then transfer back to Elias and get him back on track. And it just never happened. 
Yeah, with. that sucks. I wasn't watching then, so I don't know, uh, which I hate. Like, I hate that I, I, I wasn't watching then to be able to talk about it. But I do know of Elias, and just, like, to know about somebody means they did something right, you know? Yeah. So, and I remember, you know, it, it, I remember even like in Practical Jokers, Sal, one of them had the, the Walk with Elias shirt on during the show. You know, yes. when you've got people on, on main shows wearing your, your stuff, you know. You're, you're huge fans, man. Oh, they I know, yeah. Like I've talked, Sal and Q, I, I used to talk to a bit, and I still, we still follow each other. I yeah, used that, that show is the great, I love that show. Bro, I remember I was shocked when I met them in person, though, for the first time backstage in Brooklyn. We, they came yeah. up to me in catering, and I thought they were like, they, they're not like, they're not. They're not little people, but they are shorter than. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I mean, I, I am also. I'm not like the tallest guy in the world. I'm six two, yeah. but I just remember thinking like it's all TV. But I go, man, I thought they were a little taller. Yeah, TV makes you look bigger and yeah. taller for some reason. But they're all you, know? the, they, you like, can't tell them because I think they're all kind of on the smaller side height wise. Yeah, so you can't tell the difference between them. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah but yeah. Uh, did, I, I noticed because Mark, I, I did watch Mark's uh, thing right before <laughs> he. Is, are they still wishing people the best in their future endeavors now, or did yes, they? Remo- they did. Yes, they are. That yes, it, brother, that's now. It's so odd that that was been the saying for so long, and like now they're owned by Endeavor. Yeah. It, oh, that's true. Holy, you just blew my mind. I bro, didn't even think. Of yeah, that. that's why I was. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, bro. that's why I was. What the hell? Yeah. How crazy that's is that? Strange. Yeah. Man. Vince has been saying that forever, yeah. man. Like. Oh, my God. That's weird, big guy. You just blew my mind, honestly. Yeah, that's what I was... I had to let my brain... Well, it wasn't me. Mark was the one that Mark was the one that brought it to my attention. Oh, Mark brought it to your He's got ADHD, yeah. and I think he's <laughs> autistic as well. So he sees things in an entirely different way. See, Mark, that, we have something in common, at least, you know, with ADHD. <laughs> <laughs> but, I can't wait to watch those videos. Those are, those are a, a joy to watch. Oh, man. The uh, but we'll see. I'm, I'm gonna like, I, I was worried, like, you know, I was seeing if they're gonna like sometimes there'll be like a second round later in the day, or like, I don't know, like, I'm waiting to see if there's gonna be another, another few like really big shockers on there. Yeah, I it, it's like, why do they do it in mass? Like, do you know why they do it in mass firings? Like, do you know why they do that that way? I just think it's well, I it used to be Fridays they did it now. I think now because SmackDown's on Fridays and people traveling or whatever, they just cut it the day before, you know. Now it's gonna be on whatever days, but um, I, I it, obviously it looks, I think they look at the contracts and they look at people and they they look at the 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 revenue and on the financial side of things, I think they just, they, it's always been a thing. They look at the talent they have and they look through everything and they just go, who, who are we using right now? Who are we not using? Who, who, who do we possibly, you know, here's another situation. I know this isn't not that I, I think this is going to happen, but it, it's not out of the question. Say that there is something with CM Punk going on with it. He's a, he's going to, his contract's going to be big money if he ends up going there. With That's it, true. with it, That's and they true. just clear up that they just cleared up the room to pay him. If you, you're right. And not yeah. to say that that's happening, and not to say that they, but it, it it also wouldn't shock me. But that those are the kinds of things that go into play with that. Ziggler was on a big contract, and this is the other thing too. I, I want to tell people, and this goes out to other wrestlers: you want to get your money right away from them. This whole earn your money, you got to be here, and we'll give you bigger contracts the longer you're here. It's not guaranteed. And what they'll do is, and then look at a guy like Dolph, he, he probably was on his biggest deal, and then he didn't even get to see it all the way through. 
So one of the listeners, Steve Talker, uh, Taker Walker, he uh, tweeted at us that uh, Cena tweeted out that Heel Ziggler had 1,554 matches in the WWE. Yeah. 1,500 matches. Yeah, in WWE. <laughs> that uh, is a blessing. Brother, he's been there. And I'm telling you, the Cal Ripken of the WWE, the Iron Man, he, uh, he he's, he's, he's a very special talent, man. And he, he's, I, I hope, I just, I hope nothing but great things for him. He's, he's, he's a, not only a great human being, but he's a great wrestler and everybody loves him. He, uh, he gets it and he, he would be, he would be a very positive, uh, a big positive for AEW in many ways, not just in the oh, ring, but backstage sure. as well. For locker sure. room environment. He's a guy that he gives great advice. He understands he's played all the different roles. He is a guy that gets it. So, and yeah. personally would not upset me to see my friend go there. <laughs> yeah, of course. I mean, it would be great. It would be great for, I, I just think like he fits there. Um, and uh, whatever the detriment CM Punk was, Dolph Ziggler's the complete other end of opposite. that for the locker room. Yeah, yeah, like exactly. brings people together, laughter, enjoyment. Like he's a legit <laughs> tough guy too, but you not, he's not threatening to people because he's a good human being. And he doesn't yep. walk around with a chip on his shoulder, like thinking yeah. he has to try to. Fragile Phil and dominant Dolph. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> dominant Dolph. Oh man. Uh, oh. oh man. Are we gonna? Do you want to take some calls on this stuff before we start talking? About yeah, we'll we'll stuff? take some calls on this. The uh, how about that TikTok live last night though? That was. Oh my god. <laughs> Did that, by the way, did that woman that drew me, did she call me an egghead, essentially? She called you Egbert. Egbert. But, she said you, you, I guess, I guess that's what she meant by it. That's what I'm thinking. I think she was just, that was a nickname, calling me Egghead, because sometimes the marks would call me Egghead, which I'm not debating. I do have a head that looks like an egg. I mean, I'm not, I'm not, like, not saying that. I, I can't control that. It's not, you know, everyone, they can't control the shape of my dome with it. Everybody else is. She, would, she called you Egg. She said, you look like your name would be Egbert. <laughs> yeah, that was her take. But by the way, but you know what I think happened? Because I thought about this. I go, that little sly, little, little son of a bee. She wouldn't show her face. She was just like, so on the first battle that we did. Exactly. She's exactly. drawing other people. I think the next drawing she showed was actually her. And I go, oh, my God, I'm glad I don't look like that. And I, that's when I think she got mad at me. She got mad at me and then it got off. With Guys, it. check it out. I, I posted the drawing. I, I posted the drawing in the in the comment section. So let me you check it. Let me show it, share it to our ex followers here. <laughs> Guys on TikTok, welcome to the Ryback Show as well. X spaces to call into the Ryback Show if you want to be a guest on the show. Let me uh, let me pull that up real quick here. Yeah, I posted I posted in the major pod uh, group. So any, any major marks? I see Josh in here. Thanks, Josh. Uh, everybody who from the major pod. I appreciate you. <laughs> you looking at the big? Oh, uh, it doesn't. Every time it's funny. Hold on. Egbert. I look like the what's the guy's name? Sinister. The uh, James. Uh, the, the, oh yeah, 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 the sinister minister. Yeah, the, I, she, I look like the sinister minister in that. By the way, <laughs> that lady was she was mean. That was a mean thing to do. I felt like I was being nice to her, then she calls me Egbert, called me Egghead. Like, <laughs> what a what a mean thing. All right, let's take some calls here. If you guys got any questions, anything going on these releases here? Take James them. Mitchell, Father James Mitchell. Yeah, James Mitchell. James Mitchell. 11 is forever. Bring 11 is forever. 
Hello, hello. Welcome to the Ryback Show. Ryback, what's going on? It's Mike with the Dirty Dishes. How you doing today? Ah, doing well, thank you. So Mike with the Dirty Dishes. <laughs> yeah, what happened was uh, when my very first time I was in the call, I didn't realize the background noise would be uh, so loud. He was washing dishes while he was on the show last time, yeah, and I, it was just yeah, it was blaring through on the audio, loud as can be. It was, I was I had to just like go, Mike, we're doing a show here. If we, he was very kind. <laughs> So I like to. How are you doing, Shawnee? Good, good man. How's your day going? Good. I'm on my lunch break right now. Always look forward to uh, to listening to the big guy and whatnot. So uh, thank you. Absolutely. So this this is my problem. I have been a huge Dolph Ziggler fan since I watched him debut with the whole handshake gimmick. Something about the way his wrestling skills, his promo skills, he had it. He had everything that you would want in a talent uh wrestlemania was my first show i you know everybody in that building wanted him to cash in that day the very next day in new jersey he wound up cashing in del rio the rest is history one of the best cash-ins we've ever seen were you at you were at that in person i was at that in person so you saw that and the scene me turn on yep. cena that night right yeah yep. yep. it was let me tell you something you had one of I couldn't believe the type of, you know, because we, we, it was something, you know, I, I read all the dirt streets and whatnot. Yep. There was no, this was going to happen, you know, there was no, at the time, from what I remember, I didn't remember reading about anything about a heel turn. Yeah. Works for you. So, they, they protected that one. Oh, I'm so glad, you know, and, and, you know, uh, let's be honest over here. I really thought they wasted that heel turn for you. I thought it was going to be, you know, I, I really, when you held that belt up to the sky, after you turned heel, I said, oh, shit, here we go. This is what's going down. And I that was, was brother, that was my championship moment right there. <laughs> Me and Dolph, though, always joke because I think we and him, I think he had, it was between the two of us were the two loudest reactions of the night. And I think his was by far the loudest of that. Right. But on that show, I think those were the two coolest things on the show that we, at least being friends, got to kind of share and was a cool thing. Oh, it was a great minute, uh, a great moment, even as a fan. So th this is this is my problem here. WWE has a instance of doing this, not striking while the iron's hot. Yeah. I'll give you a couple examples: Damian Sandow and yep. Damian Mizdow. Two great examples there. Yep. You had Rusev Day. You had your heel turn. Yep. Um, we had um, Zack Ryder. Zack Ryder, Mr. Kennedy in 07 when he had yes. that money in the bank. You know, the list can go on and on. Chris Masters, Carlito, MVP in 07. So, you know, my question to you is we even watched it most recently with Sami Zayn. You yeah. know, I, Sami was so over going into Elimination Chamber. I understand that's the plan. You want Roman to hold the belts. I get it. But look what happened. You throw him with KO. It fizzled out as quick as possible. We've seen... You know, him and, and, and Kevin over the years, even, you know, in the independence of ROH, this is what they do. They turn on each other. They're friends. They turn on each other. I get it. Yeah. So, Ryback, my question to you is, what is WWE's deal with not striking when the iron's hot? It controls not the talents. They don't allow people to get too over. That is that that is their way of controlling the, they don't want the megastars. So when everything that you get that lightning in a bottle and that organic people getting over along with the things going with the how they're planning with the push and then things just start getting better and better and better and better. They usually go, they, they have to cool it off one way or the other because they don't want to have to pay the guys more. They're, they're already making money. So they don't, they, they don't want the talents to be bigger than what they want them to be.
And that they, they typically, they choose who they want to push, who they can control, who are going to take the money that they give them. And then everything else is going to be interchangeable off and on for the rest of their careers. That was what, that was the biggest disappointment. And Hunter told me that directly with it. When I, I was at megastar level with that, it was going to happen and they, they weren't going to let it happen. And everything I'd worked for the things they told me, and it was all taken away. And I, I just said to myself, I don't want to be in this environment. If you're going to, I don't want to, I don't want to be capped off. I'd rather go work for myself. And that's why they latched onto my social because they know they can try to control me this way too. I want to live in a world where you can't control where I can grow. And there's, there's no, the sky is the limit with that. That was what was the most disappointing thing. When I learned that with that is how their system changed. Some guys are okay with it. I didn't want to, I don't want to be in that. I want to be able to right. be creative. I'm, I'm cool playing all the different roles. But like if something is organically happening, happening, this is what fans, this is the one thing of wrestling, you know, that makes wrestling so great. We saw it even AEW with Wardlow and they took it away. Yes, like this is this is ever. insanity to me that and it, it isn't scripted with it. But it's like they don't want guys to get too big. I'm like, that's this. This is your that's why the wrestling is not as good as what it used to be. It's funny, big guy, when you right. say this, because Sean Rossap tweeted, uh, one top star told Fightful Select that most of the list re of releases today barely had a chance considering they weren't booked and called it a circle that cannot be escaped. Yeah, I read that too. Yeah. I, you know, it, and I'll tell you something right back. Yep. Another thing, in 2014, or 15 rather, after all that, and Dolph Ziggler and Survivor Series, and you have the man go four on one, and then that was the whole sting return and you don't do anything after that. You know, I was expecting that, you know, this was going to be the start of a push for Dolph. You know, I've heard what you said earlier. Oh, you know, his couple injuries, you know, he's, he's been a workhorse. Do you so know that, on that, you know, you know that storyline though. So you want to know why that made no sense is that storyline was built around me on what team I was going to go to. That spot was designed for me and WWE pulled that away. I'm going to do a video on that as well. That whole, if you remember the whole authority team Cena, remember, yeah. it was my return as a baby face or was I going to go heel and go back with the authority? The whole storyline was built on what team I was going to go to and that team would have the advantage and they took me out early in that match. Dolph, there was a change somewhere that day or whatever, but there was no real plan for Dolph long-term on that. This is how inconsistent the things are with it. This is how crazy, but fans hate this because stuff doesn't make sense. So I'm okay if you take that away from me, great. Now you're going to give Dolph an opportunity. I was thrilled for him because he's my friend. This is great, but do something with it. And then they don't. This is what sucks. There's no there's no connecting the dots or following through with momentum on the talents. No. And, you know, I remember they had a, a big promo uh, on, on a Raw show, I believe, in 15. It was Triple H, Steph, Mr. McMahon. And, and, and he blatantly said, we're going to give you guys what you want. You know, I think that was the start of the Daniel Bryan movement and whatnot. Yeah. So, you know, when you watched him in the Rumble in Philly and then, you know, he gets eliminated, the whole crowd shits on, you know, the rest of the, the show. I think there needs to be more of an explanation of, you know, when these guys get over on their own and we're watching it happen and now with LA Knight, and you said it exactly earlier, there's no guarantee. They tell you to keep doing your thing and, and, and whatnot, but I have a hard time watching professional wrestling in any company, WWE, AEW, New Japan, when somebody's hot. Yep. Wardlow was the most over guy at one point in the company. Yep. He's been absent from TV for weeks. It was um, he's had the most inconsistent booking since that period of with MJF, where all they had to do was just keep it going. 
they all that had to do was lead to a championship run, give him a dominant championship run, and then you can figure out what the plan B is going to be after that. But instead, they didn't do anything. They start they started you know hot and cold, hot and cold, and that whole thing fell apart quickly. And that's nothing to him. He he he. They can get him right back on track if they put him on consistently again. But when you have something like that where the crowd is with you, it is not easy to get the crowd to be with you. And we've seen this. Right. It doesn't, it's very, the, the stuff with LA Knight, like this doesn't happen all the time where people just start getting with you. It's much easier to be a heel with this. It's really difficult to be a really over baby face. And when that starts happening in these companies, it's the easiest thing in the world, pro wrestling. It's not like UFC if a guy gets hot and then he goes out there and gets KO'd in, in his next three fights and it all falls apart. You can't control right. that. You can control it in wrestling, but wrestling is acting like they can't control it. And it's, right. that's what fans, it's frustrating, but there's, I don't know what, I don't know what can be done other than boycott the product. Like, and, and you're spot on because again, you know, it's coming to a point where when I watch some of these things happening, you know, sitting here watching the Zigman, I told you that was my favorite wrestler and it's a, it's a damn shame. You know, it was a workhorse, did everything for the company. I, that is the one addition that I would potentially like to see, you know, him join in, uh, Ryan and AEW, I love the Hollywood hunk. You know, Same. You speak highly of, of, you know, the Nemeths and whatnot. But it would get Ryan on TV more consistently, too. It would give him the rub of being with his brother. And it could be like Dolph's kind of – Dolph could also transition to an agent or a producer if ever because I think he'd be very valuable in that role if he wanted to do it as well. But I think they could elevate Ryan Nemeth to a bigger star on AEW with his brother. Person. Right. Yeah. I always thought him and uh, I always thought Ziggler and Cesaro were going to be the two guys in WWE that would have jobs for their whole career yeah. and then transition into a producer role, regardless of you know their compensation. But again, I appreciate you for having me, Ryback, Shawnee. Thank you for later, man. Have a great day, brother. Thank you, brother. I appreciate you, Ryback. I'll talk to you soon. I really wish you won that belt when you turned heel, man. The crowd went crazy. Story's not over, though, brother. We're, we're not over. And, and, Still hungry. Listen, <laughs> never let anybody tell you otherwise. You're over. You're still over. You're, you're, you do great things for the community. We Thank appreciate you. you, and I'll talk to you soon. Thank you very much, brother. I have a good day, brother. Thank you. you. Take care, Shawnee. Thank you. Later, man. I tell you what, though, Shawnee, man, great guy. Thank you. I love people like that, man. This, this is nice. what it's so good. It's like even doing the TikTok lives, man. Just meeting like cool people that, or they freak out if they know who I am, or people like. You know, <laughs> Yeah, that's what I was. It's great, brother. I can't even tell you, by the way, how many. I, I just got a, a smoking hot Brazilian chick that followed me. I went. I, she her live popped up on my thing right before bed, yeah. and I was what it was her. She was two hot Brazilians in Brazil. It was they oh were there was only like five people in there, so my name popped up on their screen and, and stayed there. And then I saw somebody else in the chat. Uh, Luchador El Todo wrestling because she must have said something in Brazilian and she yeah. instantly, she like, I saw her eyes perk up and she followed me. And then <laughs> we messaged back today and I go, Oh, we should do some battles sometime. <laughs> oh. I, I love Brazil. <laughs> she doesn't know what battle she, you're talking about the sausage battle. No, no. I was, I told her, I go, I love Brazil. I go, I love, I can't wait to come there someday. Brazil and Medellin, Colombia. If I could just go away and live there, brother, I, you would just you would you would be like, I I would be one of those cases like I my leg like my legacy would end up being he had 174 children that he didn't know about. Yeah. <laughs> you know how much baby batter I would need, big guy. Brother, 
I wouldn't be. I wouldn't be outside. If I, I would just be. I would be on planes, just going from Medellin to Brazil every every few years, cycling in and out. Change up my look. Change up my look and revisit. Support. <laughs> Brother, but that's why I'm gonna just I, I would just change up the name in different identity and different maybe oh different cities. God. Different cities. Oh man. Lady with the eye on TikTok. <laughs> Bro. Oh, so that's the other. So I got to, by the way, I'm following her now. And I'm like, I want to follow her because I want to ask her straight up. This girl has this eye patch and all taped up on her eye on, on TikTok yesterday. I, I'll post it for everybody. And I'm going to repeat. I love that you get the screenshots of the stories so that it, we can. If you guys want the pictures of the of the story here, go to my X spaces uh, at Ryback on Twitter. Or to yeah, call in. I just, I just posted it. You know why I take the pictures, big guy? Because a lot of people don't watch the TikTok. Yeah. So when we're talking about it, I want to give them the visual. No, know? brother, I, it's okay. I'm okay with it. it. It's I can't control any of that, anyways. But it it, it makes it pops me because some of this stuff is absolutely the. Uh, but I just choose to like believe her because I'm like I'm not going to be like I'll, I'll I'll believe her at first, take her at her word, but then afterwards I went and looked at her page. And all her, Jesus. <laughs> all. <laughs> she was pretty. She was pretty. I agree. She was. All yes. of her, but she's doing it for sympathy to get more money on TikTok. She, by the way, she was on live all day yesterday and all night. She, and then wow. she was on it this morning. I don't even think she slept. So for. got to pay for that eye. Pay for, <laughs> but like she pulled out like fake paperwork for the eye and had a whole story on it. Yeah, Brother. Like, this is my eye. She says she's had it for four months, and then I go look at her post, and all her posts are without the eye patch, like of yesterday, the day before, five wow. days ago. I'm like, she just straight up lied to me about her eye. I thought, you, <laughs> I thought she would at least like I'm, I'm being sympathetic. That's like, and she follows me, and I follow back, and she's like, you know, I'm gonna go look at your page. Like how? Like it, it, I just don't get like anybody who's following her. It's like. She's not going to get any, like, she's going to make less money doing this because you're deceiving people. They're going to follow you. Like, you imagine you give her, like, 30 bucks, and then you go look at her page, and you're like, oh, she's just this chick that isn't. Oh, she has a normal eye. Yeah. <laughs> Bro, tell me her cornea surgery and this and that. She had cornea surgery, and she she said that uh, they have to take care of you, and the cheaper option for free was to remove the eye. <laughs> she said she's going to have that eye patch on for 18 months. She's This is an 18-month freaking hoax that she's running. <laughs> she said that TikTok, TikTok paid for the uh, most of the eye surgery. Yeah, those TikTok lives. She's getting people giving her money for the eye. It's crazy, bro. She's going in and doing battles where people feel sorry, beating people like me because she they think she needs a new eye. Yeah. Bro, I think I, there's a lesson to be learned here. I just need to start putting hey, on. Can we do like investigate, like well, me and you will do. You dress as Mark and we'll <laughs> do like TikTok investigates the, and like get these scams down. I do need to come up with. I could do a new character where it's TikTok scams and then. <laughs> We, she's our first one. I just do minute-long videos of who, accounts that are scamming people for money with it. Bro, that would actually probably Timmy be a nice Talk. little side account. Timmy Talk investigates. <laughs> Timmy Talk. <laughs> uh, Timmy, Timmy Talk investigates. 
to fake an eye injury for money. Bro, like, why not? She's a nice looking thing. sweet woman. Why not just be like yourself and like not yeah. lie to people? Yeah, yeah, like show those boobs, man. <laughs> <laughs> she has the assets. So you can, like, all these other girls, like, you don't have to fake an eye injury with all of us. Not <laughs> that nice. Why, the, why the eye, you know? Like, why not the leg or something, you know? <laughs> I, but, but if you're going to do it, the, the other thing is, though, you got to leave the patch on for all your videos. You yes. can't. I, it's not that difficult. Like, like she just goes, she has no videos with no eye patch. <laughs> not one video I saw has the eye patch. So, <laughs> So, she's gonna, yo, she's gonna play. Uh, she's gonna mess around and find out. She's gonna do all the lies with that eye patch, and her eye is gonna get worse. <laughs> Bro, I'm telling you right now, I'm gonna have a paper towel folded up with a piece of tape. That if oh she's, if she, if I, if she's on when I go live tonight, I'm putting on a fake eye patch myself. Bro, I w if I'm with you, I'll do it. I'll tell her. I'll tell her that she's never gonna. I'm gonna come up with a whole ridiculous story of how afterwards, after we did the live, I was cooking oh. bacon and the bacon grease popped and hit me in the eye and burned my cornea. And that. Oh my god! I can't. Oh, brother. Jeez. How about this? How about this Moxley stuff, man? You want to get into that? Yeah, I, I put a TikTok on that out earlier too because I saw there were some people ripping on the referee, which is it's a very difficult thing. But I'll let you you go ahead and and, and summarize it for people. I, All then. right. So, um, so they're in the beginning of the match. Um, Ray Phoenix uh, jumps off of the turnbuckle, like and uh, or the stairs, and he catches Mox. And when Mox goes down, if you ever see someone with a concussion, he hits him in the head, um, and his head hits the floor too. It looked like. Um, if you ever see like a or somebody get a concussion, they stiffen up. So their arms like stiffen up like close to their chest. Yeah. And Mox was laying there, clearly concussed. Like it's not even a question in my head he was concussed. Which um, by the way, on that spot, and I've watched that and they showed a replay, because that was on Matt's. I wondered, did Phoenix hit him head like hit his head as he his went? Elbow yeah. Yes, I was thinking that. Yeah. Because I don't think I was watching the impact on those mats. Not to say that it can't happen. It just seems very strange for it. I was wondering if because he went flying at him that at that speed, if he hit him with oh, his elbow. Like because yeah. that's what my elbow hit the top of Dolph on a clothesline, but that guy was running and jumping with his arms out. Like if that elbow hit the right spot, just the perfect place, that's what I just wanted to it, it is possible, maybe something on that. The elbow is is the hardest part on your body, right? Second, you know, second you, on mine. When you don't see a woman. <laughs> <laughs> the big guy. <laughs> but he came running. Listen, it could have been from the elbow. I don't know, but we're just going to, we don't know. We weren't there or whatever, but we're just going by what we saw. Um, and then uh, the match continues. Match continues. Um, Mox was supposed to win. Um Ray Phoenix puts him in one of like uh, it looks like the the Undertaker's uh, finisher when like uh, what is that called? Big the guy? Tombstone, but it was it's the a tombstone. it's a like the uh, the exact name I can't recall off the top of my head. It, it's uh, yeah, but it it's a like sit it's a sit out pile driver where usually though on that move your his legs go out on it on a lot of other pop, like the Tombstone you're protected. With, with your head not actually touching, we're not supposed yes, to. because the head's in between the knees. Yeah, the, where the, in the, the it, and, but then there's, the, you know, the pile driver 
where usually your legs are together, like we you know, but you know, there's still room for error. That's someone like Owen Hart, Austin. Yes. If, if, yes. if you're not exactly precise, this is why I'll tell you my thoughts on this after. But it, this, the way he does it, is the most dangerous way to ever do a pile driver, in my opinion. So he does the pile driver once, right? And and you see the ref. The ref goes down one, two. He's about to tap three, and he stopped because that wasn't supposed to be the end. That wasn't supposed to be the end. Ray wasn't supposed to win. So Ray uh, picks. Uh, Moxley up again. Moxley's like out of it at this point. Like you can see, he's just like, like he doesn't even know what to do. And he does another one. Yeah. <laughs> he does another pile driver. Then you see Moxley word something to the ref or something. And uh, Phoenix gets over him. They one, two, three. He goes over, and Mox is still laying there, and uh, and Ray wins, which was not supposed to happen. Uh, and that's that's what happened, big guy. If you want to go and, and say what you think about it, yeah. So one, I always because I always question, like I wait, like because I don't know, like I want to wait and see. They they did say that he possibly has a concussion or a a light concussion. A concussion is a concussion, though, on it, you know. But my thing here's where I I have difficulty because I watched most of the match, where and, I, and I, maybe I missed a, a little part of it. I was working on my shoulder, so I but I kept popping up watching. I watched the whole beginning because it came on literally after you messaged me, and I and I got back to you last night uh, before I went to bed, and the the spot where Phoenix dove on him and, and whether his elbow hit him or his head hit the ground, and, and I go was that was he just selling right there or did that is that where it initially happened? But the problem he seemed to be able to go through the match after that spot after that where he clearly he was selling or or acting concussed like where they like whatever that situation was, he seemed to be going through the other spots fine in the match. Did, 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 was he, was he shaky on anything that you saw? From what I only saw that clips. Oh, okay. Highlights, so I didn't watch the full match, so I don't want to lie to you. No, but from um, what I saw in the ring though, he seemed to be, because when you get a concussion, I noticed you know when Dolph got the concussion with me, he didn't remember a thing. And like, we yes, could not do yeah. Like it was, I tried to just grab a hold and we, we did one move, held him in the air forever. Like I didn't want to bump him around, and like we were trying to like figure out to what like he, any head to see if yeah to see if he was like going to come to, and he never did, and he kept laughing, wow. and like it was it was like he was out out with he it. Was laughing? Yeah, right, I, I literally go because I had him in a hold, and I go, uh, and then I I got him up and I put him in a vertical suplex because we could always talk in the stalling vertical, and he could stay up there forever with me. And yeah. I go, Dolph, do you remember any of the near falls that we had to go home? And he goes, no. <laughs> and he just laughs. And I just go, I go, I, I just like, we end up, I ended up doing just a shell shock. But like Dean uh, Malenko was our agent. And like, they were kind of yelling at us to do like the stuff that we had talked about. But they, they, they couldn't communicate that he was concussed. And I knew I wasn't going to bump him around a ton after that. And so we just went home and, and just hit the move, and, and that was the only one after. So did they get mad at you for that, or no. did they just no, okay? I got I got yelled at because of the, I've talked about it, but I got yelled at because they were mad that Dolph didn't duck all the way on a clothesline. We were always taught in the training that on a duck spot, you throw the clothesline, and you don't like make you don't move up on it so that the guy like so it looks like hokey. You got to throw yeah. the line like you're trying to take their head off. It's up to the guy yeah, ducking. Go extra hard. Yeah, yeah but shot. at the end like of the day, he's shot. my friend. Like, I never in a million years ever want to do that to anybody. Of and, course, and it was just a freak. It literally was a freak accident. 
like on that. And my elbow just hit him perfectly at the top of the head as I was going through. And I even tried to come up at the last second when I saw that we weren't going to like, and Vince yelled at me backstage on it that I should have taken his head off. That Vince, I got in trouble for not swinging harder on it. Yeah. That's why I'm yeah, like, this is, crazy. but people will say, oh, I'm the dangerous one. Me and Dolph both look like we both take responsibility because one, I would, I don't care. I'd rather get yelled at for being a little too for safe. Him, yeah, 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 with yeah, it. And yeah. so, but that's the kind, that's the shit that happens. But it's a freak accident on that. But they like, say that about with like chair shots, um, the same thing. Like if you have fasted guitar shots as well, yeah. Uh, Jeff Jarrett was explaining like if you just tried not to hurt them, it's gonna hurt even more. Yeah. So you have to like go all the way through with it, and it will hurt less. And I, you know, I think they're pretty spot on about yeah, that. Yeah. But the thing, so but Moxley seemed to be going through the match from everything I saw pretty normal outside of initially with that, that contact on the outside where he was stumbling and like trying to buy time. He seemed like he came back too if he was in fact knocked out there at any point. Do you think point. it was muscle memory, big guy? I don't know, like, but I just know that like but that, bro, that was the beginning of the match. So like guys like that, the spots, and now I didn't see everything. I just saw parts. But I the part I watched, I go, he looks like he's going through this fine. Then I went back working on my shoulder. I popped up. I go, he looks like he's still going through these. The, the sequence is fine. Went back on my shoulder, and then uh, I saw the end when it came up to the end. I watched that again, and so I don't know then when he did that first pile driver if his head was already after that. He got maybe he got partially concussed or just maybe got like blacked out for a second, and then he was able to come to, and then that pile driver connected, and that that knocked him out possibly, which is why we saw that. But my thing is, so I don't know. I'm waiting to see the details that come out on this, but that move is dangerous regardless. But, like, the referee, I saw some people, like, hating on the referee. So I'm just going to – not to say that referees can't be at fault in things, but it's one of the most difficult things because, one, it's the main event. Moxley's one of their bigger talents. And you so you don't know. He was standing behind him when that move happened. So he had no way of knowing he got knocked out if he, in fact, did got knocked out. So when he slid down to count the one, two, three, and that was supposed to be a near-fall kickout, and, like, usually you're kicking out on a guy's finish, you're kicking out the very last second. He's like yeah. one, two. He was, he, you know, you're he trying ready to pull back. Yeah, yeah, yeah with it yeah. because that's what yeah. he was told. And like, so you're already in your head. You're already knowing you're not counting to three. And then that happens. It's a very difficult thing in that very last second, like, like or to go down when you know you you know that guy's kicking out last second to begin with. It wasn't yeah. like he was supposed to kick out on a one or right at two. It was last second, anyways. It was on last second, uh, right before. The yeah, break. and so, yeah. but but yeah. it. it not to not to defend anything on that, but it's a very difficult situation. And that guy, those referees have very difficult jobs on that. Now, you know, I don't think, you know, if if with that being said, I don't think he should have got picked up and, and got hit with the move again with it. Yeah, that but, was crazy. Man. But it's when you're out there in the moment and you everybody's watching and like they hear the crowd, like the, as a wrestler, you now see the crowd like kind of start shitting on it because the ref, you're like, oh God, do it again. Like, and I don't know if Moxley came to and said, do it again, or if Phoenix... He said something. Yeah. But, the, but like, you can't read it. Like, it, the way that the camera was, you can't see what he said. But he said something in that moment. Um, but, like, why not just do, like... Uh, like, you know, like, the like I don't know what his move would be, but, like, like why would you do that move where his head is going to be at risk again? Like, yeah. do, like, a leg drop or something or off the rope or something. But there's, you know? so like, here's where the, pro the, the, the thing is, I just, I, I, I personally think that there's, there's no need for pile drivers. And I said in my TikTok video that you guys can go watch on TikTok, 
that I just think that, and, you know, I, I think they need to be banned. No, nobody, no pile driver has ever increased ratings. They're used, by the way, they're used now. They're not even used as a finish anyways. Now guys are kicking out of them left and right. It's the highest risk move with no reward, essentially. There's thousands of different moves that you could do. The problem is, is if you mess up another move, you know, it, it granted, you, you never want to mess up a move. It's not the same as messing up a pile driver. If you mess up a pile driver, it, it's a concussion, a broken neck, paralyzed, dead. Like, there's nothing good that comes from it with it. Whereas yeah. if, if another move, there's other options, you know, or safer moves where the risk are not as high with it. I just don't, I don't see it being something that needs to be done with it. And I, at least two like this, there's no way to protect the talent on that move. With it. And Moxley's a big guy compared and Phoenix is nowhere near as big as Moxley. And there's much bigger people. Like, so it's not even a move you could do to everybody anyways. With it. Yeah. I, I just don't, I, I hope, yeah, I'm glad I, everyone's I, I, okay. I, like, I hope they Tony. I just wish they would just say no more guys. Take it away from them. They don't, they no. it's not worth it. When I think of pile drivers, I think of like Undertaker or Kane. Like, I don't think of like Ray Phoenix doing a, a pile driver. Like that doesn't like, do anything for me. I'd rather see Ray Phoenix yeah. do his jumpy moves and high spots, you know, like, and I'm not even a big fan of high spots, to be honest. Um, yeah. A lot of but, people are. Like, it, it's not, it's too choreographed and it looks too pretty and not, doesn't look real. I'm okay for like having real, some stuff like, in, but. So, yeah, exactly. Some stuff I'm okay with, but like, it's not like, like real wrestling to me is like, I'm going to hit you with a belt and you're going to duck and I'm going to hit my own teammate. Like, you know, like, yeah, that's yeah. Wrestling, you know, no, I know like, it, I, it, it's just, I think though with this and even, you know, Undertaker and Kane, those are two of the biggest, strongest guys in the history of the business that are bigger and stronger than the majority of guys that they can hold up in that position with that. And their legs are coming down where their heads are usually inches away from the canvas. Yes. With so it. And it could be, and it's hidden. You can protect them because of your knees you can't even yeah. tell. And WWE was always great with camera shots. If for whatever reason, like it was, I think, was it Taker or Kane, Tombstone, Linda on the ramp once and her head was like like a foot away from the, like they protected her all oh, the yes. way. They protected her, yeah, they didn't even go close. But yeah, like they showed replays yeah. where they did other angles and like you didn't even see it. Like, but like something yeah. like that is a little different. But even then, like you got to consider those guys are like two of, of the biggest guys picking up guys that are much smaller. Now you That's have a smaller I mean. guy picking up a bigger yeah. guy and there's no protection on top of it, and and he was already concussed. It's like possibly early in the match. But, like, they were in a tough position because even if he got concussed early in the match, it's the main event, I think, right? And they got, they got yeah, the they time. they couldn't have just stopped it. I mean, yeah, they, if, yeah. if it was – I mean, you could, but then you got to have to – you're going to have to stay on TV with the doctors checking them, and, like, it, it's – you're going to have to fill the rest of that time, and it, it's, it's going to be kind of a downer. But at the end of the day, though, at least you're protecting people. But as a talent, talent, I know if I'm in that position, though, I'm going to keep going. And that's how Moxley is because you're going to, you know, like, no, this is where it's. So it's not the talent's fault in this. It needs to be just things. It it needs to be precautions in place for certain things. And but I don't know if that like if Mox, I I, want to wait to see what comes out because I don't know. Based off what I saw of that, if he was fully knocked out, if, if he just got knocked silly and wasn't concussed, but. He was already a little vulnerable, and then that that pile driver was the one that did it. But no, nobody could tell me different. When he got hit from that running, uh, whatever it was, 
uh, when he went down, yeah. he was he was a hundred percent concussed. Like I'm telling you, I've seen enough of them. Yeah. Where like I know, even like uh, when Rogers kept getting concussions when yep. uh, in football, every time I knew it right away without even them saying it because their arms go up a yeah. certain way when your brain goes off like that. The guy from the it's Dolphins just, quarterback to uh, um. Last year when he got hit, you could see it with him. He froze up when he, his yeah, body locked same up. Thing. Yeah, your body just locks up, and you're—it's kind of like you're like a baby, like in a like your your arms go up like you're in like a like a uh, inside a like a, a womb. Like uh, I don't know how to say that, but like in like a, like a baby uh, stance, you know? Yeah, like your whole body just curls up. It's not normal to have that much brain damage. That's it's not a normal thing, and. No. Fox gets hit all the time in the head. Yeah. So, like, I hate to say it, but I, I would say he's more used to it than others because of the, the stuff that he does. Yeah. And I think he, like, maybe if it was someone else who's not used to taking that much damage, they probably wouldn't have been able to go on, right? Yeah. You know, but he's so used he's to it. He's a tough guy, too. And he's tough as nails. Yeah. So, like, that makes it worse. I hate to say it, but that makes it worse because he's putting just more damage on himself. And he has a baby. And, and I don't want to see him 20 years from now as a vegetable. Yeah, no, I know. Somebody did, too, in the chat said John didn't look 100% the whole match. He looked like he was on noodle legs. So I'm going to have to go back and watch the whole thing. Because yeah, the parts I saw, he was going through the sequences where, like, he looked like he was going through the sequences fine. But... I definitely think when he got hit, I noticed. I mean, guys are so good selling sometimes too on spots. Like that's how I go. If I was like hit like that or like it, that sell, I've done that sell before where you get up and fall back down and like it's very difficult. But I, I think too, I got to go back and look. I, I don't. I think you're right because it definitely something on that. You could just tell by Phoenix was trying to get him in the ring and he was like John was trying to take his time and stay out there longer. Like they were they were buying time on that. So it's a yeah, tough situation. Okay, did you happen? Did you happen to see MJF's uh, outfit that he wore? His, no, uh, I missed that. I posted it. Uh, if you go look right now, I just posted it in there. It was Mets themed, and he had a number 31 elbow pad, Mike Piazza. Oh, MJF is getting more and more on my good side when he does things like this. I know. I, I love it. I love him, man. I love him. Ah, that's actually. How cool is that with the two lions? Like I'm going to retweet like, that. Yeah. That is so dope, man. So that's really that man. man. That's really that's really good ring gear. And Brian trained MJF, so uh, Brian's favorite um, Hawkins, his favorite player is Mike Piazza. That was mine growing up too. That's why I, I was because I was a I'm Dodgers fan, and when I I became a Mets fan when he went over there. Yes. Yeah. So I'm guessing that he's gonna give this to him. I don't know for fact, but I'm guessing <laughs> you're putting it out there so he has to now. Yeah. <laughs> MJF, you better sell that on eBay, brother. You don't give that away for free. He, MJF should have should have brought that to the signing and got it signed by Piazza himself, and yes, yes, and wore it after, then sell it on eBay. MJF signed gear by Mike Piazza with his sweat stains in it. Still, you know some some guys buying that. Oh, forget it. It would have went for like ten grand at least. At least purchased by Mike Piazza. <laughs> when they do like uh when you're in a city and they do something for their sports team like i love that type of stuff man i love it did has there been more releases in wwe now somebody just oh. sent 
a tweet saying more WWE releases. Carrie, uh oh, I see Cross. Hold on. Was Carrie and Cross? Be careful, be careful that because uh, there was a fake account that said Sean Ross app, and it looked exactly like his account, and it wasn't his account. So just be. No, careful. I'm not there. There hasn't said. I saw his name trending, and so I, I looked. Oh, oh, okay, okay, okay. Let me let me look as well. Chat. If you see anybody, let us know. Obviously. Um, can anybody tell me if there's been more WWE releases outside of the names that we announced earlier? And everyone, thank you for the gifts and all the love on TikTok. Keep those likes going, guys. It helps the show get out to more people. I appreciate all the love and all the diamonds. Thank you. Thank you. This just shows you that. Um, yeah, I saw that. Um, thank you, Alien. So, to Neil Dashwood, um, I only know her because she used to date Cardona um, before Chelsea. And uh, I, uh, she, she wrote, she texted four hours ago. She tweeted the, a dream at WWE, uh, a, a elimination chamber that she was going to be a part of in February. And then she retweeted it after she got released and said, oops, never mind. I just got released. I am no longer with WWE. Oh, like, that makes me sad. Yeah. You know what I mean? That makes me sad. Like there's uh, it's tough, man. And then it's tough. It, it really is. And it, it's, there's always like, a, you know, I walked away and it was, it was tough walking away with that yeah. because it's, you, you want to do this your whole life and, you know, it, it, I think it's disappointing, too, because a lot of us, the environment isn't anything like you think it's going to be either. Like there's, yep. the, you know, the wrestling and, and the fans and the good fans, that, it's, a, it's a highlight of it. The money can be a highlight of it with that. But all the, the political BS and, the, and the, the nightmare backstage stuff and like being gone all the time and just being essentially, you know, you know, you're being whored out. And that's, it's not yeah. a good feeling. And it, so you, but you always wanted to kind of be, that's what, like, for me, I'm kind of ha like, it was on my terms. I left, like, whether I took control, like, it sucks too. And it's kind of like, they whore you out. Then they just kind of like, just kick you to the side. It, it's like, it's like, uh, it doesn't sit right, man. So, but like Endeavor, like, man, I don't think, man, they're, from the releases in the office to the talents, like, it just seems like, and then the card trading thing that you mentioned, like, they're, de they're doing well with tops with all that whole deal. Like, oh, yes. Yes, that there are. Uh, we didn't talk about that either, big guy. You're right. Thanks for reminding me. So, uh, for anybody who doesn't know, um, uh, Fanatics uh, signed a huge deal with WWE starting in 2026, and um, they were going to take over the cards from Panini, who Panini is one of the best card makers around, and their sets are absolutely incredible. Yep. Um, and so I found this out after I sent you this big guy. So a Panini is suing Fanatics for going after the WWE apparently before the contract was up or some something like that. I got to get more details on it. But that's why um, WWE is now backing out and saying that uh, they breached the contract because they're saying that Panini didn't release any um online based cards meaning like there's like this game called slam attacks yep. where you can buy cards online and apparently like uh that was part of their deal and they're using that because Benini didn't do that yet they're using that as an out of their contract because they know they're gonna make more money with uh fanatics yeah and now uh um long story short 
um, uh, Panini is now suing, countersuing uh, for monopolizing. They're saying Fanatics is a monopoly, which they are. They are. They own everything yeah. now, bro. Like MLB, NHL, WWE, they have rights to everything. Yeah. Endeavor, I'm telling you, this is like a they, – they are a very powerful group and, and now owning UFC and WWE and, like, it's crazy, man. But, like, it, I think this is – we see how UFC treats the fighters and the things. Like, this isn't necessarily – that's coming from Endeavor. I don't – you know, this is going to be we're, – we're entering a whole new period. I, I don't know what's going to happen. And the Vince stuff is going to be – we're still waiting – I'm still waiting. Vince is either by this time next year, Vince is either going to be in, in jail or on his way to jail and could be completely detached from the company, or he pulls off another miracle and he's more involved than ever. I don't know. Yep. With any well, of they treat that talent like garbage, you yeah. see, and you think you think they're gonna just like uh, and as much as I don't think you, uh, WWE is is the best at that, I think they treat. They, they at least pay well for some people, you know, for most of their people, yeah. where they don't have to work a second job. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. so, you know, like, yes, they might not be getting paid what they think they're worth, a lot of people, which I understand, but at least they're making a good living that they can, you know, say like, hey, I'm, I'll be okay for the next couple of years if I get released, you know? Yeah, but most people, most aren't even for that, though, unless you've been there for a period and, and accumulated some money. That's the other thing. Like a lot of these names on this list don't aren't nowhere near financially as set as what what some might think. So. How much do you think somebody from NXT that just gets called up to WWE, like roughly? I'm not going to hold you to it, but how much do you think somebody like that is making? Like I don't know, because I, I I don't know the numbers have changed since I've been there. But it used to be you they'd bring you up and you'd stay on your developmental contract, whatever you'd be on that for a while, and they might pay for like your TV and rental car for a bit. To kind of like they make they, what they what one of the tricks they do to you. This is I've talked about this before. So so no matter what the the I've heard like the starting contracts for WWE then went up to two fifty. I don't know if that's true or not. Got it. I would I would be shocked if they were offering that on downsides just for everybody with it. It was I I, I would think that one twenty five one fifty range might be more more along the way. Maybe one fifty two hundred two fifty for a third year. That could be yep. possible on something like that on a downside. I wouldn't be shocked if that was how, because they like to structure it kind of in little pieces like that, uh, where it goes up slightly for the years. And uh, But what they do is they'll pay for your rental car and hotel for like the first three months. And, but before you'll be on it, so you'll be on your developmental contract, whatever that is, that amount. It used to be $500, $750 a week. Every few people got 1000 a week. But it wasn't, it wasn't nowhere near what you're making on the main roster. But what they'll do is they'll pay for that rental car and hotel and towards the end, before before you're going to take you off of it, they will then offer you a new deal, which might be that 150, 175, 200, or 150, 200, 250, somewhere in that vicinity. In that I'm pretty confident it. saying it would probably still be in that. And that then, but you're not, then you don't really know what your expenses are all the way because you're not paying for your rental cars and hotels with it. So you think Got that it. you're actually getting more money than what happens is then they take that away from you. And now that money that you're making, which you're not making all that good percent of that is going to taxes already and you're on the road full time now you're paying for your rental car and hotel every week which is a lot of money with it and then you're like oh my god i'm not really making that much money now you can though if you get good and they do good with your figures and your merchandise but a lot of these guys don't like boss and boobs these guys weren't getting a lot of merch or killing it on that end with that yeah. and like emma yeah. like none of these people talents were, were really 
Books had a toy. Books had a. Like, yeah, but even that, I'm just saying they're not. But you, they had. He has. That's one. It's not. That's not that much money. It's not much. Yeah, yeah, yeah you yeah, need yeah, to be yeah, getting yeah. that. You need to be getting multiple every year of that consistently for a bit for that to add up and merchandise having different releases for that to start adding up with that. And a lot of these guys never got. They weren't pushed like that. So they're gotcha. that money, gotcha. whatever the, you know. A lot of you talents will save money riding together and sharing rooms, and that's why they do it. It's not because everyone wants to do that. They're doing it because they can't really afford. They're, they're not. They might not be able to afford being wrestlers if they don't yeah. do this. People don't want to hear this conversation. It's not. Oh, like, I, I want to. I'm, I'm here for yeah. it. Yeah, it, it needs to be said. No, and I've talked about it repeatedly. But that's. But th- that's the real well, life situation that most these guys are yes, in. Yes. Yes. Yeah. 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 But this is why they didn't like me talking about this stuff after. But I said, you guys did what you did to me, and you guys, you stabbed me in the back. I'm going to share all your dirty little secrets. Which yeah, is why they've suppressed it. It's not much. Like, when you no. really think about it, like, I know a lot of people sitting at home is like 150 so much, but like, really. I can make more not, than that doing TikTok for two hours a day. Yeah. I'm not yeah, even yeah, Like, it's honestly, not, it's not, you can make more than that showing a nipple on TikTok for three hours a day. <laughs> it's not, the girl with the eye patch is making twice that with a, a fake, the, the chick with the, the fake eye patch is making more than that on, on, Granted, she's hustling all day on there. She's making more than that on TikTok. I just realistically, right now in this economy, like you need to be making like yeah. I, I mean, I don't know how people make like forty thousand like in this age. Like, how do you? How do you? That's my Buffalo that? Wild Wings bill for the year. Yeah, it's just I'm not saying that. Like, I know people work hard for that money. Yeah, and I get yeah, it. But no. like, like the fact that like. There has to be some kind of like, uh, like I said, one hundred fifty thousand. If you have, if you're single, you can make that work, right? Like, yeah. but I'm saying if you have a family, like I have a family of two, of four people, right? Two kids, two adults. Yeah, we spend at least six hundred dollars a week at the grocery store, bro. If that was me, I'd be wearing two eye patches on TikTok, <laughs> and a nose and a little nose brace. Like I, I every week it would be a different injury. But that's the reality of it. Like it's that, but like light, it's expensive. People, 30, 35% of that go into taxes. I, that's why I broke it down yeah. on the, the tax video, tax expenses on TikTok for people to get an understanding. <laughs> I wouldn't even be able to read the chat. The, uh, <laughs> the, uh, John, can we get the, the meme with him, big guy wearing the two iPads? <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. With an I've got kids sign in the background. And the kids are my two, and the kids are Sophie and little guy. Yeah. <laughs> I've got dogs, damn it. The, uh, got dogs. but, but in the reality, and here's the thing too, with these contracts that bothers me, what I, I think, and I've always, and this is something that, and they don't like to hear this. And I literally tried to get this when I, with my thing towards the end. I, I go, I want to see what I'm bringing in the Ryback. I want to see what the Ryback brand has brought WWE in 2012, 13, 14, 15, and this far to 16. And they're like, they don't want to show it because they'll know that I'm going to see, you're going to see the amount of money that you're making them as a brand. And then you could sit there and you could ask for an actual, actual, you actually, you're like, oh, I'm bringing in and I'm just going to give examples. I don't know the, the actual numbers outside. I know that it was yeah. a lot for a few years with it. But like, say, say your brand is making them, Overall, and now you're part of DVDs, certain things, but say they can get a ballpark estimate and they go like, okay, Ryback, we have your numbers from how you were used and we take into account how you were pushed. But say on average, under your last contract, you brought WWE in uh, $25 million per year overall. 
like just whatever. Like they say they 20 million, 15 million, 10. At least you would have a hard number of going, well, okay, my brand is bringing you this month, this much. So, I should be making this much. so yeah. if I, if I, you know, if I'm making you $25 million per year and I ask for two or 3 million per year, I don't think I'm being too greedy. I think that's actually still kind of low with that, yeah. depending yeah. on, depending on what the, the percentages are going to be with things. But like this, they don't want to do this because they, they try to make everybody feel like they're not valuable. But this is why wrestling contracts, and I can't stress this enough, need to be made public knowledge so that we can all get the, our worth for what we're bringing into the company. Now, if you're not bringing it in, I'm all for If your number, though, if you're not bringing the company in revenue, I understand like that it, it's fair then. But for the people that bring in revenue that these companies and a lot of talents are, they're not getting nowhere near the percentage they should be getting on their downsides. Even yeah, the people on the lower end. How do you get revenue, right? You get pushed, right? And you get over, right? Yeah. And then once they, once you go to them and say, hey, I want to know how much I get paid, guess what? Like you always say, they're going to stop it, right? Because yeah. they know. And that's the that's the thing, about the difference between other sports where you could, like, you do, you, you could show your talents and your numbers and been like, and you know it's not, you know, pre-produced and, and yeah. uh, you know, pre-written, and 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 you don't have control. You have control of how much you get paid in other sports by how good you do. But in WWE, you can be the best at what you do, and you still can't get paid. Because yeah, it's acting. It's it's you, dependent on the role that you're given. That you're given. So it's not fair. And I know life's not fair in general. Yeah, but I it's agree. not fair that they have so much control off of what you do and how they push you that. That generates how much money you make. But here's the other thing. Here's where and I, this was all goes back to when I wrote my pay scale blog when I left is you can't have your winners without the people that are willing to go out there and to go loose for them so that exactly. they can go make more money. So why yep. are they being punished? Now, I'm not saying that the people playing the roles of the losers should make more money than the winners, but I think they should be compensated in a very good way and not punished for going out there and losing in a predetermined fake sport in the sense fake of that it's physical acting. It's the hardest thing in the world with it's it, but, but it is predetermined yeah. with this. And it is yeah. all, we, the, the winners are not really winning and the losers are not really losing in this. Yep. I've never really won or lost a pro wrestling match my entire career. I've gone out there and played parts. I played the role of the intercontinental champion. I was not really an intercontinental champion with it. This is something that people and fans don't want to have to, the marks don't want to have to listen to with this, but yeah. I was taught this from developmental for my teachers this and this is how guys in the business don't have egos that understand this because you embrace it and most of the time though most of the guys understand what this is and the women understand what this is and we are like i always took pride in, in putting over i took pride in putting Kalisto over before i left because i knew i was walking out and leaving with it yep. and so it made me feel good to help him give get a get a big victory over me before leaving with it and yep. like but like the other people the marks were like oh you lost to Kalisto, your job like they don't they, they don't matter None of us it, think like this with it. it. But yeah. also, though, if I was staying with that, I also don't think that I should be punished for going out and doing a great job and helping make another talent make more money if they continue on pushing them and whatnot. I but agree. this is the problem in the whole system of it with WWE, that people yeah. don't want to have this conversation. Like, these men and women, they're, they're, they're by them not loot winning all the time or being used to put over other people or whatever the role may be, they're not getting booked on the pay-per-views every month. So they're not getting that revenue. They're not getting all the action figures because they're not as popular overall with it. Yep. But so they should be getting compensated on a downside at a higher degree to me, in my opinion, so that they're, they're okay 
with it. They shouldn't be getting punished. No matter what. what. Yes. Yeah. And this yeah. is everybody that's in wrestling agrees with me on this and did when I wrote yeah. this. But it's the people like if you got to actually understand what I'm talking about with this. And like John Cena can't be John Cena without the, the people that, that went out there and helped John Cena stay John Cena with this. And it's like it, yep. it's not I wasn't yeah. going to be Ryback if people didn't agree to put me over. With it, yep. with the, like through the yep. times that they did with it, it's just it's frustrating. Oh, Hawkins, man. Hawkins went oh and two hundred and sixty nine. Yeah, yeah. He, he he was a guy. He lost, lost two hundred and sixty nine straight matches. Yeah, and, but the problem, you know, what he was hardly on any pay per views probably during any of that though. With it, but he, so yes, yes. It, and he's not getting as much merchandise because he his character is, is being portrayed as a loser. With it, yes. that's not yeah. he, but he is not a loser. But he is, he's not a loser. He's a, but here's that's the problem. A lot of marks or fans, or whatever you want to call them, the negative portion, they can't differentiate. Even fans, the, the good fans, can't differentiate. They they look at that guy, it tarnishes almost his entire life with other yeah. things that he does because he is identified as a loser, even though yeah. he's not a loser. He's actually yeah. a great guy that has gone out and he loves and he's wrestling. An even better wrestler. He's amazing. Yes, for a wrestler, but that this is know? what bothers me that there's that this stuff that but like he should be compensated very well for that because. He's okay playing that role with that, exactly. so that he can at least use that money to do other things after wrestling. Because he's probably not going to get a lot of sponsorship deals or things because brands yeah. don't want to be associated with losers. With losing, yes. this is yes. why yes. wrestling—it's yes. really frustrating on this. Where I'm talking about the pay thing, it makes I sense. Get it. Yeah, I get it. yeah, I get it, big guy. I, I, I'm frustrated, and I'm not even in the business, and I'm frustrated because I, I would put myself in that situation, and that's why I don't get it. That fans that don't get this, like. How do you not get it? Put yourself in those shoes. They can't because they never like, would ever be able to do it. So, of course, of course, but it's just shitty. Like, yeah, you know, like, like you do your job well. You like imagine just being at a nine to five, right? And you're the best at what you do. You're amazing, and somebody else comes in and they like them better than you, yeah. and they're gonna say, "Okay, you get paid fifty thousand. Well, I like this guy better, even though he's not as good as a worker, and he doesn't work it nearly as hard as this guy. I want uh, to pay him a hundred thousand." Yeah. That's exactly what it is. Yeah. That's like, and people would be like, no, that's not fair. Why would you do that? But yeah. in wrestling, they don't even think about it that way because it's like a story, you know? Yeah. It's just, it, it, it is, it's not, it, it is a difficult thing at times. And I understand all that. It's just the system under Vince, what he created is really screwed up. And I think we're all, we've all seen it. We've seen all the guys dying young with it, how they're all treated. It's like, it just sucks. There's no loyalty. Cause this is why I say to put talent over the logo with it. Without the without the talent, those logos can't be propped up. And it, it, it to me, it really upsets me when I see fans or people that that are they're they're, they're all about the logo over the men and yeah. women. It's like no, you should be for the talent. Yeah, you can be yeah. grateful for that logo, giving them a platform with it. But that you don't shouldn't stop supporting the talent. They're the ones that are bringing you your enjoyment and that by their work and their efforts and their sacrifices. Whether it's, yeah. and it just sucks when you see these releases overall. And it just shows you like none of this really matters. It, they like they really don't care about people. They just all they care about is the no, money. They don't care. And yeah. they're gonna they're gonna they're gonna come out with all these feel good stories. They call it home. I, I'm telling you guys, like every man, man and woman out there, WWE is not home. It's bullshit. It will never be home. Even if I went back, it's not home. Home is home. That is a place to go work. And everybody yeah. that knows that a lot of people talent use this or Vince and WWE like welcome home. I will tell them to shut the fuck up if they ever say that. Like it's not yeah. home. It's not home. It's a fake thing. Vince isn't a father figure with it. He doesn't have a soul. He's evil 
with it. And it's he like, doesn't care. No, I want people to understand mind. this, and I will not stop because the, 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 yeah. and his stuff is coming, man. His stuff is coming with the FBI yeah. and what the feds and what they're going to have coming for him. And he, I, I hope to God, I hope to God, Vince, you serve the rest of your life in prison. You deserve yeah. it. I really mean uh, it. Big guy, you want to take a couple like quick? Calls nah, I'm you? good. You good? Yeah, I think we had it. I think we covered everything today. All right. Everything. <laughs> I'm gonna come on my TikTok live later. I want to end it with that Vince message. It's ringside because Ryback wants Vince to spend his remaining days in prison. That was a great ending, I have to say. What better? It's that's what I. I think a lot of people feel that way. I think there's yeah, a lot of people watching from above that are going to feel that way. His karma's yeah. coming. I promise you. With it, and I just yeah. know what he's done to me. And I've talked to enough people. His stuff is coming out. It is. It, you can't hide it forever. There'll be no yeah. DVD on his legacy, nothing. He will be forgotten in time. So, do you know Nails uh, just started coming out again and signing figures? No, like, but for for yeah, Nails, after, like uh, as a part of the figure community, it was a big deal. Like nobody could get in touch with him. No one could get a signature from him because a lot of people had like the, his figure that wanted yeah. to sign. And he just recently, I don't know when that incident happened, but it happened in the nineties, right? Like. Um, the mid nineties. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Went after Vince. He just started coming out and signing stuff. Now he went into recluse for twenty something years, almost thirty years. Yeah, and and that just shows you how much of a evil, evil scum. Yeah. Vince is. Well, you know? me and you have talked too about people that have come and done signings for the major pod thing, and like how they don't yeah. want to have anything to do with a lot of things. They just want to they come do it and leave. Like they That's don't. It. I'm telling you that there's such toxicity in this, in, in the industry at times with certain yeah. that you just want to, people just want to go live a normal, like Mike Bucci, go work at a bank and live a normal life and yeah. like stay yeah. away from the drama and the oh, BS. Yeah, that was Spike Dudley. I, I told yeah. you about. Yeah. Spike, these are, I've met him. Great Mike. guy. Like, I, I, like, but he's like, I don't even want to be here. Like, yeah. What? Like, <laughs> it, 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 it's, it's just, it, it's crazy, man. But that's why I, I will not stop until people understand. And this is all like, it's the truth needs to, is going to win and needs to keep getting put out there. And, but I do uh, my condolences to everybody that lost their job today, but I yes. can tell you it's never fun. And, but I, I, everything that happens is for our favor and benefit if we choose so. And, and congratulations from, from being released out of Shawshank in the world is a bright, beautiful place. You can make more money if you work hard and keep a positive mindset and you do not need them to be successful. And then we have enough people doing it on their own to, to, for proof of that. So that's hey, that. Man. Hey, yeah. man. Great show, big guy. Brother, Thanks thank for having you. having me on, man. Likewise, man. Uh, I appreciate it as always, Shawnee. Same here. Have a great day. I'll see you later on TikTok. You got it. I'll be on TikTok Live All tonight, right. guys. Guys, make sure you're on later. TikTok. Big me guy, and Shawnee, we figured out that we can now do team battles. We're going to be going on doing team battles tonight. Maybe me Let's and you versus the it. two smoking hot Brazilians. Oh, we'll, we'll take them down. Brother, tag team tonight. Tag team those life. Brazilians tonight. <laughs> <laughs> I'll see you later, All right, buddy. Take care. All right. <laughs> Thank you, as always, Shawnee. Thank you to the uh, Dirty Dishes that called in. Greatly appreciated as well. Guys, uh, thank you for all the love and support. I do have a new member here at Rybacker Super Chat. Um, let me see if I can get it pulled up. Uh, Van. Van Van 4K Dr. O Life BS new member new Rybacker thank you very much brother guys please check out my Feed Me More Nutrition over on feedmemore.com we've got all the Ryback merch got all the Feed Me More hungry shirts we've got tank tops we've got long shirts we've got the hoodies guys we've got all the drinkware ball caps and the best supplements on the planet feedmemore.com 
ryback.com. I've got my Ryback League of Fire, hot sauce, leagueoffire.com. Stay tuned for my new Ryback debut Terminator singlet action figure that will be going up for sale, uh, pre-sale on Zombie Sailor Toys on IG. Give them a follow, Zombie Sailor Toys, and uh, stay up to date here. I will be announcing that uh, pre-sale date very soon. With that, it's going to be a limited edition, 1500 Hopefully, we sell out that day, but we will be doing different figures with different singlets now that I own everything, and uh, we're going to be moving forward. He does awesome, awesome action figures. Go check out their work at Zombie Sailor Toys. Guys, uh, iTunes reviews, greatly appreciated. If you've got a moment after this show to go leave a, a review on iTunes, it really helps me out on there. And uh, until next time, my friends, stay hungry. Feed me more. Hey Rybackers, don't forget to hit that like button, smash that subscribe, and shell shock those notifications for the best supplements on the planet with Feed Me More Nutrition and all the latest cool new Ryback merch. Visit FeedMeMore.com.